Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Ladies, have you ever had one of those uncomfortable headlight moments? Don't you want to be heard without distraction? Bezzy broad discs are your solution. Go to justwantedtoask.com and look for Bezzy broad discs. I'm so excited today to welcome Candace Snyder to uh, the podcast. Uh, Candace is a market market partner and team leader with Monat. Monat, okay. Um, the number one luxury hair care company in the world. It is through her direct sales business that she has not only been able to help women and men feel more confident introduced them to healthier products and lifestyle, but has found her purpose through community and giving back. It was her time as one of Monette's gratitude ambassadors, representing the company in outreach and give back efforts that she decided to launch her podcast, which is Passion, Purpose and Possibilities. And if you haven't heard it, you definitely need to. her podcast, where she and her guests discuss stories of transition and transformation, the causes they care most deeply about, and of course, passion, purpose, and possibility, which we're going to be speaking about today as well. So welcome, Candace. So how did all of this start? Did you know that you wanted to uh, be involved with philanthropy when you were really young? or was this a more recent discovery? Thank you, Anne, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, Actually, philanthropy and giving back has been a part of my life since I was a little girl. I like to say since I was a brownie. Um, My parents were always very philanthropic and took kids in that, you know, had broken families, couldn't afford things. My dad would go out and purchase football equipment for kids that, you know, this, their family just couldn't afford it. And so it's always just been part of who I am. And, um, and I found that out. I never really thought about that until I applied to be one of Monate's gratitude ambassadors. And when I had to fill out the application, I realized that's when I realized, you know what? This is who I've always been. And um, it was it was an honor uh, and a privilege to be one of their gratitude ambassadors. That is so wonderful. Um, And I totally understand what you're saying, because I've done the same thing throughout my life. I've I've always been encouraged to give back in different ways. And I think that's something that you uh, that's part of so deeply ingrained in you that sometimes 
you, you just do it without thinking. Uh, so what are some of the organizations that you were involved with uh, through the ambassador program? Um, well, one of the things that we do as a company is they earmark certain products as fundraising products. And um, when I was had my term as a gratitude ambassador, the, the proceeds from one of our products was going to different um, big brothers and big sisters across the country. So once the sales were done. And it usually is about, sometimes we run out super quick, you know, it might be like two weeks and then other times it might go on for a month, month and a half. But this particular year, year, the products actually sold out fast. And I was able to um, present a check for over $6,000 to the big brothers, big sisters, my local chapter, which actually will allow for a big and a little as their as that pairing is called um, for three matches. So that was such a big deal and the organization was thrilled. But we we raised thousands and thousands of dollars with that sale. So the gratitude ambassadors across the country were able to present a check on behalf of Mani. That's just one of the things um, we've done. Um, we're always encouraged to do our own local events. And right now, uh, this weekend, we are going to be doing an uh, event that's tied to our what we call the Jersey Shore Monate Reunion. So our team is getting together for a mini weekend retreat in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. And we're going to be creating, we've already created, a fundraiser for an organization called Applaud Our Kids. And that's here in New Jersey. And that organization provides scholarships for underprivileged kids to be able to have some lessons um, for a year's time um, in the arts and performing arts. So whether it's playing an instrument or singing lessons or acting lessons. So they earn this scholarship based on need and they get to participate in these lessons all year and a summer program. And in the spring, the following year, they get to perform everything they learned um, like, a, like a concert. So we're, our mission is to raise enough money to be able to send one kid or one child that, um, to have that scholarship. Um, we've done so many different things um, during the pandemic, like the height of the pandemic, we did a lot of virtual fundraising. One of them was we had a celebrity chef. She was a baker and she was on, she was a winner of Chopped twice. So she came on our virtual event. We called it Let's Get Baked. And we learned how to make two different kinds of holiday cookies and those fancy marshmallows that you know you would put in your hot chocolate. And the way we raised funds was people had to pay $20 to be on the event. And then we doted, donated that money to the um, food bank. That sounds like so much fun. It was a lot. Uh, so the fundraiser that that's coming up, because this podcast may air after that, mm -hmm. but all of the information will be in the show notes. So people can go to the show notes and actually participate mm -hmm. and donate to um, the program. Yes. which will be wonderful. 
it, it's an amazing organization. Um, that's why one reason why I wanted to get behind it. Um, the woman who started it with her sister, she was actually a guest on my podcast. And um, I was just so intrigued by what she was doing and how it all came about. Um, her, her story was, you know, her dad always wanted to be a performer and he didn't really have that chance. So when he was, he was very sick and when he was dying, they promised him that they would do this to help kids so that they had that opportunity that he didn't have. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. So you're involved with a lot of different charities. How do you, how, where do you start? How do you decide um, what organizations are most important and how do you vet the organizations to know that the money that you're giving is actually going where it needs to go? That's a good question. Um, well, one of the things I think people need to think about is what is it that you're most passionate about? What do you, what are the things you care about the most? For me, mental health is a, is something I'm really passionate about. I lost a brother to suicide. And so I feel like with that tragedy, I always was like, how, how can I take something that's so sad and traumatic and turn it into a positive? And it's a cause that I feel we really need to speak up about. So if mental health awareness and suicide prevention is a cause somebody really cares about, then maybe that's the route they go. If it's something, if you love animals and you're, you know, passionate about animal neglect and abuse, then maybe you reach out to an organization that, you know, helps animals. Another thing, you know, maybe domestic violence. Now, here's here's an interesting twist. We did uh, a fundraiser for an organization called the Purple Leash Project. And what they do is they help victims of domestic violence bring their pets with them because most of the time, the places that are safe havens, they don't allow you to bring your pets. So what Purple Leash does is they build safe havens so that people can take their pets with them. And their mission is to have one in every state. Now, of course, some states have more than one. And at the last time I checked, there were still a couple states that didn't even have one. But often victims, um, they won't leave because they don't want to leave their pets behind. And, you know, I love animals, so I, I wouldn't blame them. You know, I, I would never leave my dog behind. So I think it's just a matter of finding, you know, what it is that you feel strong connection to. And as far as vetting, um, well, you can always go onto Charity Watch and check um, to see what the rating is for an organization. And of course, you know, word of mouth, talking to other people who have supported different causes and see who they're supporting. Yeah, it's so important. Um, mm -hmm. I, years ago, um, one of the centers actually helped me with information. Um, domestic violence is such a large issue and it's so difficult for women to get away mm -hmm. right? because of their children, because of their pets, because 
um, they don't feel that the community is going to support them. And so um, for me, it was an organization called Woman's Space uh, out of Trent, New Jersey. And I didn't really need anything, but they had, I I was getting a restraining order and they had somebody in the courthouse who Mm -hmm. said, look, if you have any questions, I'm here for you. And to tell you the truth, that was pivotal. Um, It it was just such an important um, offering because I knew there was somebody there for me. And for so many women, it's so important. And when you speak about pets, that was something I have never actually thought about, but how true. I mean, if a person is counting on their pet for emotional support, Absolutely. Um, how do they leave? And there are a lot of places that don't allow for pets. So that's really, really good to know. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so then you became an ambassador. And does Monette have a lot of ambassadors across the country? Uh, how, how many people are in the program? So every year, it's like a new class comes in and you have to fill out this application um, and, you know, they ask questions about, you know, what have you done in the past? You know, they ask you questions about your monate business and then they have, uh, you know, I guess a selection process and they pick around 30 to 35 people each year. Once your year is up and I was the ambassador from September, 2020, September, 2021, you're net, then you're considered Monate Gratitude alumni. So we still get called on for certain things, you know, um, if they need us to spread the word about something, they'll might reach out to us, or if they need some social media extra posting, they'll say, can you help us out and, you know, put up some photos, take, do a reel, something like that. Um, but now that the company's growing, because we are we're here in the United States, we're actually in Florida, but we are in several different countries. So like um, Canada, the UK, Ireland, um, Spain, Australia, Poland, and hopefully I didn't. Oh, Lithuania. And wow. yes, and we are growing. So there are now gratitude ambassadors from those countries as well. So the list is getting a little bit bigger and what will happen come September at national conference, a new um, class of ambassadors will come in. Uh, And tell us uh, now that I've had difficulty pronouncing the name, tell us about the name and what it stands for, because I thought that was fascinating. Okay. So it's Monate, like modern nature put together Um, But you'll hear different pronunciations (laughs) from different people. Some people say Monat, some people say Monate. So, um, but it does stand for modern nature and it's all non-toxic, anti-aging health and health and wellness, um, hair care, skin care, and body um, products. So we follow European standards, but we're made in the United States. That is so good to know. Um, and certainly a great product because I've tried it. Uh, so, and I love the product. Thank you. Um, so getting back to your podcast, 
How did you move from being an ambassador to podcasting? Okay. So when my time as a gratitude ambassador was up, I was feeling really sad about it. I, I love, I don't get me wrong. I love Monate products. Their products work. Um, they do what they say they're going to do, but my most favorite part of this company is the gratitude and helping in communities. And so when my term was up, I was like feeling like a bit lost. And I had somehow had this, these three words of passion, purpose, and possibilities, you know, ruminating in my head. And I was like, well, what can I do with this? And, you know, I've worked with some coaches and tried to brainstorm. And then, uh, our friend Cami, you know, was a speaker at one of the networking events. And after listening to her talk about podcasting, I decided to take her class. And that's how I, I realized that I can bring this whole concept of gratitude, giving back, supporting other people through the podcast. And so that's how Passion, Purpose and Possibilities came about. It's so wonderful. It is so wonderful because you give so many people an opportunity to tell their story Mm -hmm. and what they're passionate about and also what drives them in terms of purpose. Right. And often that passion and purpose kind of collide when you start talking about people who've gone through transition or transformation you know, just as a, for instance, you know, maybe they were in corporate America and it was more like a J-O-B to them. And then when they became an entrepreneur, they realized they were able to do something more uh, or something else. And so they found something they're passionate about, but then it became their, you know, their purpose too. And I love listening to people's stories. So it moves from passion to purpose, and then also possibilities. Yes. And I love the fact that there's, there's so much in common in all three, the passion, the purpose, the possibility, and the podcast aspect of it, because it's a way for people to get their story out there in a much bigger way. Mm-hmm. And as um, our friend Cammie often says, you may never meet a million people in your life, but a million people will know who you are through podcasting. Right. Which for me has been an incredible opportunity. Yes. Um, offering people a voice mm-hmm. on a very broad, a broad scale. So tell us about how you've met a lot of the people that you've interviewed through networking. Yes. I, I'm involved in several networking groups. Uh, mostly women's groups, although I am a member of the Mammoth Regional Chamber of Commerce, so there's men and women there. And I've had guests on my podcast from all different arenas. Um, from uh, I have a couple that are ballroom dancers that their story was amazing, and we talked about how ballroom dance helped so many people with mental health. Um, even a, even a woman with Alzheimer's, um, disease, how they were able to help her. Um, and she's still dancing in, in her eighties. It's, 
it's really some, some amazing things people are doing. Um, but yes, the, there are people from all, all walks of life, you know, all different subjects, all different causes people care about. But the thing that really I, I enjoy the most is, so I ask three questions on my podcast at the end of all my guests. And one of those questions is, what is your definition of purpose? And while the core message is like the same, the way people actually describe it is different. And I think that is just amazing and fantastic, you know, to hear the way people describe it. Yeah, it has been. I, I've loved listening to the answers. And I, it was a question I was going to ask you as well. And this would be a good time to do that. So we know that you've had a passion for giving and purpose. And what are your possibilities? What are what are your dreams, the big dreams? Oh, wow. I got a lot. <laughs> okay. So one is I would like to um, eventually leave New Jersey and have have two homes in two different places, one where I could be closer to my sons because they're both in California and maybe one on the East Coast somewhere, maybe more, you know, South. And I, you know, my biggest dream though is that I have a vision of having a team of market partners that are so passionate about different causes that we kind of have like our own foundation with an umbrella of causes that we're all supporting. So yes, we earn some, we earn an income through our Monate business, but we're doing a lot to give back. And that is my, my big dream. That's a beautiful dream. Oh, thank it's you. truly a beautiful dream. Thank um, you. Yeah. And I think it's so important to live with purpose. I think that so often People forget that there's a, a larger picture that we need to think about, that it's more than just ourselves mm -hmm. and that um, part, being part of a community and a larger community is also so important. And it means it means so much to all of us individually because it extends our families as well. Mm -hmm. And, and that I think Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, so one of the things when you said community, originally, when I joined Money, I joined for the community because I had been in direct sales before. And that company decided to sell to somebody else. And that new owner decided not to have reps for the company anymore. And I was with that company for 10 years. So I did not realize I was missing the community until my friend invited me to her house and uh, to hear about Moni. And basically I wasn't really interested. I was just going there to see her because I hadn't seen her in so long. But while I was there, I was looking around and I was like, this is what I'm missing. I'm missing all those friendships I had with my previous company. So community, yes, community is so important. Yeah, it's the friendships, it's getting to know people. It's and the the women who are involved in a lot of networking organizations are fairly driven. I mean, mm -hmm. they've got interests. They're they're working in so many different areas. And it's wonderful to be able to meet people and find out what they're doing and how they got there and um what they're passionate 
about and also their purpose. Mm-hmm. So that's also important. And I think in direct sales now more than ever before, you've got so many opportunities for people uh, that are outside, even outside of a nine to five, but even those people within the nine to five um, use direct sales as a way to expand right? Uh, both monetarily, but also emotionally. And so I think it's really a wonderful opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, there are so many reasons people join direct sales company, you know, whether it's a side income or the community, or I'm going to tell you one thing that is huge with direct sales is personal growth. You know, you're stretching and growing and, you know, things that you thought might not have been important in the past. All of a sudden you're like making a difference. You're whether you're helping somebody with a product or whether you're helping somebody, you know, start their own business that maybe, you know, especially in the last couple of years, things have gotten a little bit harder and also things are costing more money now. So even if let's a few extra, a few hundred dollars a month to somebody can make a world of difference. So you know, you're doing a lot of good by introducing a, a direct sales business to someone. Yeah, the other part of it too is you're expanding your circle of friends so that when you have questions um, and he, you need answers to certain things, there are people within the community that can help you. Absolutely. Uh, which I think people forget about. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when you think about uh, direct sales, but also network um, uh, network marketing, but also um, uh, different groups. People think, oh, you're just in it for the money or you're just in it for the job, but it's not. It's so much more than that. Um, it is. Because the people who are involved with those groups are involved because they're dedicated to what they do. And I think that makes a huge difference. It's not just the job. It's not just something to make money. It's an opportunity to, as we talked about before, be part of a community, which mm-hmm. I think is just so incredible, incredibly valuable and overlooked. Great. Um, totally overlooked. And uh, some of the women's organizations that are out there are just absolutely amazing. I've met the most incredible people, including you. Yes, <laughs> that's how we met, right? Yes. So it, it's truly an opportunity and I'm so glad we were able to talk about it. So tell us about where people can find you and um, we will have all the information in the show notes, but share with our listeners where they can find you. Okay. So uh, you can find me at hairhealthvitality.com. And if you go to that website, it's my, it's like an adjunct website to my money, like website. And the reason I have people go there is because it, I have different hair questions. I have a hair questionnaire, skin questionnaire, wellness. And what happens is if you take the questionnaire, you're going to get some personalized um, information on what are the best products for you. Um, you could also go to passion, purpose, and and possibilities.co co and i have a free gift on there so if somebody goes um, to that site 
and that the hair health vitality and the passion and purpose, they are connected. So you can get both. Well, I'm definitely going to have to revisit both websites as well. Um, I did before jumping on the call and I did a while back, but it's always good to go there again. Um, and I can't thank you enough for joining me today. This has been a true pleasure. And if anyone has any questions about philanthropy and giving back, they should definitely contact you. Um, you're an amazing, amazing person. And I've loved listening to you interview your guests on your podcast. So thank you so much, so very much for joining me today. Thank you, Anne. It was my pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you. Thank you.